You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Welcome back to OK Sis Podcast. My name is Mads. And I am Scout, your sister. What's up, what's up? We are IRL. We are IRL. And I know that this video is going to come out and I'm going to be like, my motherfucking posture. Because we're I sitting know. on the we're floor. We're sitting on the floor. We're sitting on the floor of Lily Constantine's nursery because like the, the, the backdrop's pretty. The vibes are great. The, the coloring. Vi- the vibes are immaculate in this nursery. Yeah. And this is a good nursery. Did I do a good job? Yeah. Like, this is my dream home. Like, when I think of like my dream home yeah. I think of Lily's nursery my downstairs is very much your dream aesthetic home like yeah. my bedroom's perfect for you yeah wow Just good job thank you thank you I that's what I was looking for that's what I was fishing from you was a was a good job okay um there's so many updates yeah you know I feel as if I haven't really seen you in a while and i guess that's because i haven't you know in like I know, six and, and it's like six weeks all seven of weeks? these episodes have been super curated in terms of the uh topics yeah and then we don't get to like actually catch up so yeah. why don't we do a little sister catch up okay and then we'll go into the things we're working on right okay. now. Okay, yeah, because when you FaceTime me, it's just to see Lily. So this is good. I know, literally. This is good. All You're interested about. in my life. I'll yeah. let you go first with your first update. I wanna I wanna hear what's going on. Okay. First of all, today marks a hundred days that I've posted on TikTok every single day. Oh for shit. For a hundred days. I forgot that you were doing that. Isn't that insane? So d- did you see any anything? Nope. <laughs> Honestly, no, they I'm have joking, us, I'm joking, they I'm have joking. us chained so good. So when I first started the challenge, it was when like the lucky girl syndrome stuff was popping off and I was going viral like every single day. And then the lucky girl syndrome stopped. stopped. Um, so <laughs> the trend itself just stopped. Um, so I haven't really like, you know, hit something else. Okay. But what I learned more like more so it, and I and I knew this going in. It, the intention was not to 
grow and like have a certain amount of followers at the end of this. Like that wasn't really the metric. It was more about showing myself that I can consistently show up and building that trust muscle of just output, output, output without any regard for like what the results could be. And just Uh like continuously being like, I'm putting it out there. I don't give a shit what people think. Okay. So now that you've done a hundred days, are you going to continue or no? Probably. I think like, like every day or like every other day. Yeah. So it's, hasn't been as hard as I thought it would be. I also just have already been creating con- like TikTok content a lot. So it's like these 100 day challenges are most supposed like supposed to put you out of your comfort zone. And I really didn't feel like I was out of my comfort zone at all. Yeah. Um, the yeah. next one I do, I want to do like Twitter, you know, like exposure therapy and just kind of go all in on um, a platform I hate <laughs> so that I can just get like very comfortable. The goal is for me to go all out on a platform that, that I, I hate. That gives me anxiety. Yes, exactly. Anyways, but yeah. So, I mean, I'll continue because I love TikTok. So I'll continue for sure. But um, it's so crazy yeah. to me because I would, I think it's weird when people like aren't on Instagram. Like I could never imagine myself being off Instagram, but now I'm sitting here and there's another app that is basically just as popular as Instagram. However, I feel like Instagram will always solidify as the main content platform for all. Mm. And I'm just so not involved. I know. That's fine. It's pretty crazy. Do you just just be you. Be yourself. Do do you be you. Okay. Be, do you be yourself. Do you be you. Okay, what's an update on your end? So the update that comes to mind. Oh no. <laughs> um is that my luteal phase jeans Remember those? Remember oh, the luteal fa- yeah. Right. Uh, throw, when you get bloated. Throwing it back to OK Says 2021. Whoa. Um, Whoa. My jeans that I bought for when I was on the luteal phase. So Are you no longer in the luteal phase? No. The luteal phase is the, the phase before your period when you get sure. bloated. So I bought new jeans for during my bloated times and my monthly cycles that I could wear that were just like a little bit not as tight. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. So these are technically pre-pregnancy jeans. and You're pregnant? They fit. Oh, oh my God. I thought you were going to say you're pregnant. No, no. Uh, good Lord. <laughs> my baby's five months. Dear God. Um, but that's what a That would have been so Rihanna of you. I know. I mean, I kind of want to pull a Rihanna. I'm not going to lie because. You just get it over with. I want to get it. Like people, are, I tell, like, honestly, if I got pregnant right now, I would be like, oh shit, here we go. But I'd be, I really wouldn't be as upset about it as sure. I think other people would because the you're physical, already in the, yeah, I know. You're already I'm in like, the headspace of it. I'm like, don't get. I, I can't imagine being like, oh my god, I'm fully functioning. I'm not breastfeeding. I'm not changing and diapers. Let's do and it like, again. Let's do it again. I'm just kind of at the camp of, I honestly could get pregnant tomorrow and be okay with it because hmm. I just want to get this part of the motherhood journey over with because sure. pregnancy was hard on me, etc. But anyways, my update is that I fit into a pair of my pre-pregnancy jeans, which makes me feel very happy Yay. because it makes me feel like like every time I look at my closet, there's there's like this old me. You know what I mean? There's all these sure. clothes that I used to wear. And when I'm breastfeeding, I can only wear certain types of clothes because I have to have easy access to my boobs. I don't just like show them all yeah, off. The, the boobs are easy access all the way they have to be easy access they're just, they're um, just out and about everywhere well they're, well they're they're being fed they're using they're being they're, fed. they're feeding someone <laughs> um they're not just out and about on a tuesday at the grocery store um you're like on spring break all the time <laughs> you're just like flashing everyone yeah yeah that that tracks um i was breastfeeding at the seder last night but um of course so anyways i just and, and I want to preface this real quick because I know this is a sensitive topic for a lot of people. This isn't about getting back to a certain weight or, or looking a certain right. way necessarily. It's just about like a milestone of, oh, my God, I feel like feel. myself. Yes. Like these are the jeans I used to wear. They're the jeans I love. Right. And I'm just so happy that they fit because I can just go back to a time when my body wasn't a complete physical vessel for <laughs> birthing a child. You sure. know, now you're like. A normal. Now I'm like, you're oh, just a, you're just a human. Oh, I can wear my jeans. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Lily made her YouTube vlog debut. Oh yes, I I didn't know about this because I don't watch YouTube. <laughs> uh, love you, Lauren. Um, but Maddie sent it to me, and then I watched. Obviously, I watched all of Lauren Elizabeth's vlog. Um, cause she's fucking pregnant and our yep. babies are going to be less than a year apart. Yeah. And sh- so we've known about this for a little bit and yeah. just such, such a shock, but also just like the such best. a mitzvah, such a mitzvah. And well, it's not a mitzvah. 
Oh. Well, I guess. No, a mitzvah is a good deed that you do. I think it's a great deed. Yeah, you know, being pregnant. Being pregnant is a good deed. Uh, 100%. It's a good deed to the baby that's about to come. Exactly. The fact that Laura Elizabeth's going to be her mom. Yeah. Mitzvah. Yeah, mitzvah for the baby. Mitzvah. 100%. Literally, I, I was DMing Lauren, and then she was like, I'm so ready to be hot again. I'm like, Lauren, Oh, girl, you Lauren, got some time. Um, you pregnant looks like me after I ate a burrito, so yeah. shut okay. the fuck up. Yeah, but let's like take it back for a second, because at that stage of pregnancy, when you're like right out of the first trimester, that's yes. what pregnancy looks like. Like It looks like you just ate a burrito. A burrito. Like, just, it just looks like you ate a burrito. You're, no one's like seven months and looks like they ate a burrito. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. So, Except for her. I feel like Lauren Ireland. I don't remember. Or Sivan Ayla. Sivan Ayla was like, beep boop, beep boop. So she was abnormally small. S- yeah. I remember yeah. looking, I remember, yeah, she was like five or six months and it looked like she was eating a burrito. Like 14 weeks. It was, sure. it was, it was, that was alarming. Huh. Um, but for the most part, that stage of the pregnancy just looks like you ate a burrito. Got um, it. It's when you hit like month five to six that you have an actual actual bump which is Mm. weird because that feels like long into the pregnancy you know what i mean like most of the pregnancy three to four months of the pregnancy you don't have a bump yeah you were you were definitely pushing out yes (laughs) i'm so happy you admitted that on record because remember we went for oh i thought you meant the bump was coming out no you were pushing out your stomach You, you were pushing out your stomach when it literally looked like you had eaten a burrito and remember yeah, i looked so more exciting pre- i know but i'm just saying like i wasn't you were- pushing it out i was just making it a bigger deal than it looked sure. the outside like but as the pregnant <laughs> woman you're like oh my god there it is right and no, you get so excited fun. about it it's so i fun. can't anyway, wait for ma- you to be pregnant and me mitzvah. to just like i know i know I'm anyways gonna, i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna listen back to this episode and i be guess like, part Fuck of the you, old man yeah for sure part of the life Mads. update is that lauren elizabeth is pregnant too yeah that's <laughs> Of course, that's part that's of That's happening life in our lives. <laughs> We're so excited for her. Um, okay. So um, a couple of trips that I went on. I went to Charleston. You went everywhere. So I went I'm to Charleston. I'm you. You're in a new place every time. Yeah. Well, we already talked about Big Bear. That was fantastic. We can. We don't need to talk about that. But We didn't talk about Big Bear. Yeah, we did. I was, at, I was in Big Bear when we recorded the last episode. Yeah, you, you mm. need to get your wellness check. You need to get... You need it's to, called mom brain. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, you got to get the don't synaps- remember that synapse. Com- I don't remember that conversation at all. We recorded a whole episode. <laughs> we recorded a whole oh, episode. Oh, is that when you were telling Simple me... Simple pleasures, and I was like, I'm in, I'm in the snow. And you were like... You're what like are, and you're like, I'm Thoreau. <laughs> yes. And I'm like... Yes. Okay, thank I was God. Like, I studied English, and if anyone listens back to this episode, it's yeah. just embarrassing for yeah. me. No, um, and you thought I was talking about Los Angeles and that there was snow in Los Angeles, and I was like, you need help. This okay. is coming back. This was last week's episode. This was last week's episode. This is coming back to me. Okay. All right. So I was in Charleston, and I really want to share um, a story with the sisterhood and with you as well. Um, but you're part of the sisterhood, so that's that's good. Um, that is good. So I go to Charleston for my. Is it Charleston or no, Charleston? It's, it's Charleston. <laughs> okay. And me and my best friend Frank were like, um, "What? Sh- uh, what do they call the people here in Charleston?" And we're like, "Oh, Charlestonians, Char- Charlestonians." And I was like, "Charles, <laughs> just call each other Charles." Is that the joke? You've been spewing some shitty dad jokes lately. I just need to put you in check. Wait, I'm so. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. We were peeing, laughing. We also had had. We also took a red eye and like didn't sleep. So maybe that's why it was so funny. You had a really other shitty one. Oh, Something thanks. about the fax machine. Oh yeah, all fax, no printer. Truly, just shout out to Ben's little brother Sam. For Honestly, like wellness check on the dad jokes. Okay. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. 
I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. So I go to Charleston. Okay. And um, I, it was a bachelorette party. So, you know, lots of partying yeah. was happening. A lot You were wearing alcohol. white and I, I was wondering what the bride thought about that. You wore a head to toe white outfit. Yeah, she she was one. She was fine with that because she's not a fucking bridezilla. And two, she made us wear white, and she more, wore red. Okay, yeah, got it. Like the red wedding. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's the vibe. <laughs> okay, honestly, we need to pause for two seconds because I feel like I'm very close to you, and I feel like you live a double life that I have no clue about like, genuinely okay. I feel like I tell you everything that happens to me on a daily regular yeah. basis and you have a side of you yeah. that is so private that what? I can't penetrate like what there's like me being shrooms yeah like, there's what else? like so much that you do that you don't tell me okay so I'll tell you this so we have the shrooms and um one day we were going to the pool. We we're going to a pool party, and I, mind you, I'm not even the, bra- the maid of honor, but I planned the whole bachelorette party because I'm I need, you're a camera girl. Because I'm a camera girl, and I need to plan everything. And also, I was like, if I'm schlepping all the way to Charleston, like we're going to the best restaurants and all the best things. So I found this adorable hotel. We got the whole pool. Like I slaved over this reservation. We like called. It was a whole situation. So we're so we're like, oh, let's take like little shrooms. Like we'll do like a little microdose, like just to chill by the pool. It'll be lovely. So me, Frank, and my other best friend, Matt Paul, we each take a little square of the chocolate shrooms. And I've done this before. I've done it at Coachella. I've done it, I don't know, like sometimes when I go out, like I'll have just like a little, little, and it just like makes you happy. It makes you dance, et cetera. I get there. 
and I forget to walk. I forget how to walk. Oh, you took too much? I don't know what happened, but I was like, I looked over at Frank. I'm like, do you guys feel anything? And they're like, no. I, I was like, oh, okay. And so I walk into the bathroom because I was like, I need to like be alone. And I'm like, I think I crawled there in the middle of the lobby. And I <laughs> go to the bathroom. I come back. Spiting sitting, camera girl crawling in the crawling lobby. Crawling in the lobby. Oh, my God. Someone in Charleston at this like crazy bar that was so fun came up to me was like you're the camper girl we're from LA and we are here for the weekend yeah can you believe yeah so I'm saying like, people I recognize me in Charleston I don't think it's that out of line for you to be crawling in a trendy establishment and, and have someone, someone recognize like the, cam- the camper girl okay so I get back and I'm sitting on the chaise lounge and I'm mm, just like mm, mm, chaise lounge. I, I look around you know everyone else is having the time of their life drinking totally Zay, yep. having mm-hmm. the having a ball oh yeah giggling as yes. as shrooms should have been and I look You're having a bad I trip. am like recoiled I'm sitting there and I'm like oh no everything starts to swirl all of the different gr- like patterns start to come alive I'm like oh no 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 ma'am and so I look over and I'm like I need to go home this mm. was 10 minutes 10 minutes into the pool party and um I I I recruited my friend Jackie to to take me home because I was like I can't is this the life update that you had a bad shroom trip? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. We're just wondering. Of course. I save it for the pod. Oh, I geez. had to save this. Oh, <laughs> so then I went home. I went back to the Airbnb and I just laid and watched. Um, I couldn't even fall asleep because every time I closed my eyes, there was um, like a whole movie playing behind my eyelids. So then I just um, watched Friends and so tried you- to go to sleep and... See, this is what confused, and then it was fine after a couple hours. This is what confuses me because you you get on the pod a couple times and you're like, so I did shrooms this weekend, and um, <laughs> I was gonna call you during it. I know I'm actually very conf- of but, course, but I, I don't hear anything. But I I am the phone call. That's, I was that's gonna, me. That's I was you gonna, I was gonna me. call you and be like, please help calm me down or I mean maybe since I'm tripping so hard, like maybe I should do what people say you're supposed to do during shrooms and like revisit your past and like all these things. I was like gonna do it. <laughs> gonna do a Lacey Phillips to be like, <laughs> I was like honestly this could be a really great like you're like <laughs> inner work time. you're like in Charleston on a bad trip party bad trip to be magnetic, Let's do to be magnetic. that's incredible anyway so um I was too embarrassed though to like text or to call anyone and text you but then it went away and I got super hammered the the night up so that was great oh wow yeah i can't fuck like that like that that it was a marathon that, that i can't do that you know mm-hmm. i don't think that that type of rallying is made for a special person me. and not me yeah me for sure i'm a good rallier for sure yeah but i you do it once a year and you have fun yeah all right what's okay. your other update um so my other update is that um because <laughs> i have a baby is that uh <laughs> lily you oh you didn't take shrooms <laughs> I didn't take shrooms because I'm breastfeeding. Um, oh, right. Right. That thing. That one thing that I, that thing How, you how long do, do you breastfeed? Do the thing. Okay. So this is, I'll give a breastfeeding update because I've okay. never really talked about it. So um, when I got pregnant, I said that I would breastfeed. My goal was to get to three months. And if I liked it, to get to six months and then reassess. Um, that You th- could do it for three months and then stop? Yeah. So oh. I'll tell you. So to stop you, I'll, I'll, I'll just finish. The, okay. Well, okay. I'll tell you how to stop first. So what, if you want to stop, you just. So essentially. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? Oh, my God. Okay. okay. No, I'm not. I'm struggling, sisters. Okay. So if you want to stop, essentially, you get as much breast milk as you pump or as you breastfeed. So if you breastfeed every two hours, your boobs will fill up every two hours. If you breastfeed every four hours, your boobs will fill up. You train your body. Yeah, you train your body. So to wean off, you just, like, for example, if you breastfeed every three hours, you push it to five as many times as you can so you're not breastfeeding as much and then eventually your supply goes down and then you push it to six or seven hours and it takes I think about a week or two to like really really get the supply down mm-hmm. um so I my journey with breastfeeding was that in the beginning it hurt like hell for two weeks this is like not a life update so I'll s- skim by that um so I got to the three month mark. I love breastfeeding. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, uh, right when she was about four and a half months, I said, you know what? I think, I think it's time. 
for me to stop. It's getting too difficult for me to be pumping during the day at work. And if I'm running around, I have to know where I'm storing the milk and all this stuff. And it's getting to be a logistical nightmare when I'm when I'm not with her. And she's sleeping through the night, but my boobs are getting full in the middle of the night. So I'm waking up because of my boobs. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, this does not make sense. Like, no. no, this isn't great. So I decided to start weaning off. And then a couple of days into it, I was breastfeeding her. And I was like, I can't. I can't think about not, not having this oh that's cute um so i've made a compromise and i've just reduced my supply hours. a little bit Got so it. if i'm at work i'm not diligently pumping every three hours i'll go four to five like so if you're di- if, if you're reducing the supply what does she eat well she's i've always supplemented with formula so she's oh. always gotten about like a in the beginning she got a bottle either every day or every other day of formula and then so, like, let's say she's got 5 to 10% of formula in the beginning. Then it went up to, like, 20% because my – when I went back to work, like, my supply didn't increase as her needs increased. Mm-hmm. So, it's gradually gone up from, like, 5% to 10% to 20% to 30% formula a day. And mm-hmm. now, depending on if I'm with her or not, like, this whole weekend I was with her. So, she only had, like, 15 to 20% formula a day. But if I'm not with her, it's anywhere between – she gets like 50% half formula or like 30% formula. Mm. So we, we do both now. Got it. Okay. Yeah. It just kind of like, re- it reduces the pressure on my body a little bit as well as. Yeah. And it gets you in the luteal genes. Uh, no, actually breastfeeding burns calories. Oh, so it burns about, I whoa. Think, yeah. Anyone listening, if you want to burn some calories, just get pregnant and then breastfeed. Well, no, because you no, because <laughs> you would get pregnant. You heard it here <laughs> first. I think it does about. 500 calories a day no it's like an it's Holy insane shit. It's insane that's like a soul cycle workout it's insane so nice. yeah so that's my update is that i have well my update is that i thought that i was going to be done and now i'm not done and i'm just i'm just kind of uh what's the word cutting back a little mm. bit and i think i'll probably make it i'll probably make it to like eight months okay yeah we'll nice see update it's so hard to not do it. Yeah, she's a snuggle bundle. But it gives you like it's honestly when you breastfeed, you get little doses. It's almost like a little microdose of MDMA sometimes. You might say it's like a microdose of shrooms. I think Molly's a better comparison. Oh, all right. Yeah. Hopefully, there's no fentanyl in that Molly. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening either. A lot of drug talk. A lot of drug talk. <laughs> okay. Um, another update is drum roll. I'm going to go jump. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I knew it was happening. This always happens at the last minute Every for you. Fucking Every fucking year. Like you're gonna be, you're gonna be like 65 and going to Coachella. Yep. So a little exciting news, an exciting update on top of the going to Coachella, which I still don't have tickets, but I am going to be there. Um. I am taking my steps, our stepsister, to Revolve Vest, which it's a know, sore spot for me. It, yeah. Well, you had other plans. Um, mm, you weren't. You didn't confirm <laughs> that before. You did not invite me. I had to invite our stepsister because um, she's just needs. She needs the boost, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't. And you hate Coachella. I don't so, want to go to Coachella. Yeah, but she's like going with me to Coachella. So I had, uh, you know, she has to come with us. Anyways, I needed to, she needs a little boost and we're going to Revolve. And it's just so funny because I'm sure we've talked about this on the pod like years and years ago. But it's just a inter- like, it's not even that big of a deal. But I just remember in like 2018 or 2019 being like so thirsty and being like, how can I get into Revolve? And now that it's presented itself to you. Yeah. No, no. I'm excited. I'm obviously excited to go, but I have this, I I feel more, I don't know. It's like more established. I feel like. No, you belong there. Like you're not going to walk in as a fangirl. Right. Exactly. You're going to walk in and see everyone, you know. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's kind of why I, that's why I FOMO because you're going to see everyone that we know. Honestly, I, I don't think anyone is coming. I had dinner with Kelsey Kreppel the other night and I was like, oh, like, what's your Coachella plan? She's like, oh, I'm not going this year. I was like, wait. Okay. So what I said wait. on Kelsey's <laughs> podcast is correct. That what? 
Remember, I was like harping on you for the fact that you're going to be 30 at Coachella because I honestly think that this is when the people need to start. <laughs> they fall off because <laughs> they they're like, I'm 30 at Coachella. Oh, I think it's totally fine to be 30 at Coachella. That's Why do you, do you think that you like just don't have a life after you're 30? No, I think that you phase out of certain activities. I'm going to be at Coachella. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so Kelsey's not going, which is a shame because I was like, oh, great. I would love, love to see you at the Revolve Fest the one time I go there. But um, so we'll see what happens. But I'm I'm really excited. And honestly, everything talk about like manifestation, like so I was in a really weird funk the other week. And then again, we say this a lot, sisters, and this is a reminder to you guys when you're in that funk you still have to be steadfast in your belief of yourself and trusting and like always in the back of the mind, even though I was like, this fucking sucks. These feelings suck. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. I still had this like undercurrent of belief and trusting that like things were just going to turn around and a lot of abundance was going to come to me. And then the other day, whoo, did it come guys? Mm. Like so much abundance, I was I was joking on my Instagram story like what's the opposite of Mercury and re- retrograde because that, yeah, that is good. that is what it feels like Honestly, something we- is in the air and things are fucking happening and just open your eyes up to the fucking opportunities and possibilities in your life because they're fucking there. I went up to Ben the other day and I said we have everything we fucking need. Everything is here and available to us. I'm gonna replay this clip next time you call me crying. Yeah, literally, I was like, we have everything we need. Yeah, we, I know. We literally have we have access to any person we want to talk to. We have access to any resource in the entire world. We have everything we he- have in this apartment. We need everything we need is here. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I have a fucking computer yeah. that I could email cold email someone to get on the phone with it. Like yep. I have everything I need. Yep. Everything I need. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Um, in response to that, I'm noticing sure. something that's going on with me, which oh. is disheartening and just a little oh. concerning. Oh, great. Uh, to make a, sh- a sharp pivot. Oh, um, no. Is that this is like beyond confirmation that tools work. Yeah. Because I lately have been slipping into a mindset that's not great. Same. Um, but it's because I... You know, before having a baby, I took care of myself so much. Like, everything I consumed was good. I had my two-hour morning routine and my night routine and all this time. And every time I had, I was, like, always on it. And I'm starting to realize now that, you know, five months of literally, like, not having my morning routine at all. It takes a toll. It takes a toll and, and like when you're in them, when you're in those routines you might not see it working but then the moment you get out you like of it, really take them yeah. out it really I mean I'm so grateful because I've obviously updated my mental health to a super strong foundation that when I get off this kilter I still know that belief you know yeah. what I mean yeah but I've been noticing and I was box noting my coach I was like whoa whoa my brain is in the old operating system mm. and I was able to reflect on how different of a person I am um, because I'm like meeting the old me yeah. right now. I'm meeting like the, the Cause me. you put on the jeans though. Potentially. <laughs> no. Cause that me was great too. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like four years ago. Oh, right. Um, but just, you know, I'm like letting limiting beliefs slide. And no, I was no, in no. the middle of a manifestation at the agency and I got really, really frustrated and I found myself settling for a different reality. Oh no. And, um, because like it wasn't coming through the way I wanted it to. And right. it was really frustrating, which happens to all business owners. And, I just recognized that like I felt I got like a little bit in the scarcity mindset and um, yeah, I just am noticing and I'm so grateful because I, I, I'm aware of what's happening and I know what the truth is, but it's just such a confirmation that carving out time for yourself to do these tools works because I've been doing them, but it's not in the same capacity and so now it's kind of catching up to me. So I'm like, okay, how do I since I can't have my two hours in the morning and my two hours at night, how do I implement it in the daily, like in a, in a micro way? Like when I'm driving, what am I listening to? Can mm. I do box breathing when I'm driving? Sure. Like if I'm at work and I have the nanny all day and I'm at the office, can I take myself out to lunch alone, yeah. right? To have that moment in journal there. So now that, you know, I'm like reflecting and I'm like, holy shit, the last five months have been insane. Um, I'm noticing that I'm reverting back to very, very like low frequency limiting ways of thinking about things. And no, that's obviously like that. what I've worked my whole life to combat. And so now I'm, it's just 
yeah. I'm choosing to see it as, oh, that's really great that the tools that I've been doing my whole life work. And now I'm like, okay, how do I get my tools in, a, in just in as effectively way. in a different way and let go of like that first yeah. thing in the morning moment. I love that. And I think that's really adaptive of you and oh that's the one thing you learn with kids you gotta you gotta you gotta be adaptive you gotta be malleable you gotta be malleable you gotta be flexible you gotta yeah you gotta you gotta literally throw out the window the control routine any sense of routine any sense of control and you you go in with the intention of a routine You go in with the intention of a routine because that helps. But if a part of that routine can't work or gets changed, you just got to surrender. Sure. Sure. Um, I was going to say you inspired me with that. Not analogy, but you said that a practice where if a negative thought or just not a negative thought, a limiting belief pops in your head or you feel that negative self-talk, you approach it like a, uh, avenger and be like pow no you know like like a video game yeah and it's like yeah (laughs) Yeah, because it i really love that and i think about that in the moment because it alleviates the dark the darkness of the thought even because it makes it more playful and then it's like a game so i've started doing whenever i have a limiting belief i start singing the song um you're not gonna know it because it's on tiktok it's called it says the boy's a liar the boy's a liar so that anytime a limiting belief comes to me i I just sing that that. sponsored by boys lie the no they should really do some that's a really missed opportunity missed opportunity but that's what I say to myself, and I say that to the thought. I say, "The boy's a liar. The boy's a liar." Oh my god, we should we should make little sound things like limiting belief. <laughs> boom boom. Psh, the boy's a liar. You know what I mean? Like a. <laughs> I just have it as like a ring. We should make sound sound effects, and that for everyone in the sisterhood can use can that use sound a, effect. Like we should make a video a game that lives a in, downloadable, but it lives in like your mind. Like we talk about the instructions, and we send you the the noises, but then you got to implement it in your, your mind. mind. Oh. Great. Okay. Okay. So that was those are all my life updates. I have one more life update. Oh yeah. Also it's Passover. Happy Pesach. I hope everyone isn't super constipated from the matzah. Dude, that's what's happening this morning. <laughs> that's why I'm so bloated. Yeah. For yeah. as I was eating last night, I was like, this isn't gonna be fun. <laughs> um the other update is that I made the big move in my business Mm. to create a new revenue stream and service, which we talked about a little bit before, but it's been incredible because for the last four years, we've just been a one-on-one private client business. And now we are in the middle of our podcast store Academy, which I'm teaching and we're doing consulting with uh, more B2B consulting with other agencies and we're launching our database, which is a whole new business model for me and that it's really exciting and it's just it's just so out of my comfort zone which I haven't been out of my comfort zone as far as business goes in a while so that's my life update is that I'm going after um I'm expanding my business model expansion oh and then the other life update is that Lily ate solid food yay oh we should post Mm -hmm. that video so cute um oh yeah yeah yeah, oh yeah, think, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any camera updates. Not really. Um, Other than that, we're you're doing almost, shit with Soho House, which is awesome. Yeah, we've been partnering with a lot of dream people, which has been kind of that's a lot of the abundance that was coming through. Um, a lot of awesome partnerships, and then uh, almost in the app store, I was getting very like frustrated with the progress, and I'm surrendering to the timing, and that is it. I think that we should say that pre Ocasis Mads is shitting her pants right now. I know. Uh, going to Revolve Fest, working with Soul House. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Being an aunt. Being an aunt and loving being an aunt. Well, what's not to love? You come in, you, you think she's cute, and then you leave. So. Yeah, it's the best. You haven't actually helped out yet in a major way, but I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting okay. for it. It's coming next. It'll come. Um, okay, so let's just touch on things that we're currently mm. working on. Yeah, the thing that I'm currently working on is getting kind of I touched upon it a little bit before, which is getting back to 
really monitoring my mindset and my beliefs and really working on my mindset. So I think it's especially important when, for example, I'm so tired and I just want to sit on the couch and Lily is crying and she just wants me to stand and walk around with her. And it's, you know, in those moments you have the choice to say, I just want to fucking be on the couch. Like, I'm like, oh, come on, please just like calm down. It's just whenever I feel that resistance and that like, please, can this not be my reality right now? Um, that's when I know I have to switch my mindset and that's what I've been really working on. Like, uh, you know, it's a honor to, to help Lily look at the world in a new way and show her this art on the wall. And when she sleeps, I'll sleep, you know? So that's when really top of mind, like the way I talk to myself about the challenging moments in parenthood and working on my limiting beliefs as far as what's available for me, especially in my business. I think part of it is I'm going through, an up level by adding new services and I'm this is actually this is actually a really good part that I'm working on I was talking to my friend about this is that I feel like a lot of us when we start businesses or we start podcasts or whatever we start we have this rocket ship syndrome is what I call it Mm. which is we think that that one thing's going to be the thing that's going to make us go viral forever that one deal is going to bring in all the money that one thing is going to put us on the map that one thing is going to make it successful and I found myself chasing that a little bit this year to hit my goals. I'm like, this one thing's going to do that for me. And when you put all that pressure on one thing, one, that doesn't really work. And two, that's not how success is created. Like it's very rarely like overnight this one thing happens that like solves all your problems. It was very, it's very like destination versus journey mindset thinking. Mm -hmm. And so I've actually been able to put a name on it of like, Nothing is going to overnight anything. Yeah. Nothing's going to overnight any of my goals. And when I'm in that rocket ship syndrome, I'm not focused on the insane shit that I have grown in my business and all that I have progressed in revenue wise, team wise, industry, like your reputation wise. And so I, that's what I've been working on. Like surrendering this rocket ship syndrome that, you know, even even with like okay sis like th- this swap is gonna, gonna do that do or that, this is right. it it's like n- it never it's not like that ever it's honestly brick by brick layer by layer day by day minute by minute showing up and yeah. so I think in my business that's been the biggest thing that I'm working on is releasing this frustration around this lottery ticket idea mm. you know like w- you know because it, it just it's, doesn't and it, it doesn't and it's exist. also an easy way out or like an e- I don't know like it's, yeah it's not the goal like the goal is to like yeah that layer by layer and because that's moment that's more moment. foundational like yeah for example you it's know like a cheap, it's like a cheap thrill versus the actual yeah and also i mean i don't really like talking about my numbers so i'm going to give different numbers that aren't true um like if i'm doing ten thousand dollars a month in my business and I really want a $50,000 a month, mm-hmm. right? Like if I got $50,000 one month randomly when I'm used to $10,000 a month, my business and energetically, like I'm not going to be able to hold that. Like that's a big, crazy mm-hmm. leap, you know? It's not worth on a money mindset perspective to try to manifest a $50,000 a month out of the fucking blue. It's more worth it to manifest a 20K month consistently for three sure. months and then manifest a 40k month consistently for three months versus like i just want the you know what i mean yeah like it, and it's also just you're setting yourself up for failure and totally and, and then your expectations get yeah exactly yeah I, I mean yeah. Lacey always says this is like if you're living in like a studio apartment and you're manifesting a, a mansion in malibu like let's let's kind of figure out yeah. you know let's kind of go back <laughs> so that's that's been that's the thing that i've fucked up this month sure is that I went from like my goals in my business were studio apartment to mansion sure in the last couple months and that's ridiculous you got to go from studio to one bedroom to two bedroom to townhouse to condo to house to man you know what I mean right and that's been a big realization that I've had this month that um that's why I was feeling at times unaligned in certain areas yeah that's a great realization yeah fantastic um Well, mindset wise, the biggest thing for me is focusing on staying in my own lane and drowning out any other distracting, inserting voices. Yeah. This is a, I mean, this is a lifelong thing I'm working on, but really, really like, what does that look like in practice? Even, even like giving myself homework, like 
this week, I am not going to let other what people what I'm not going to let what others think of me affect me. Yeah. And I'm not going to let some preconceived notion of what success or or productivity looks like Mm -hmm. to alter or impact what how I'm going to live this week or how I'm going to work this week. I'm going to do everything from what feels right to me Mm -hmm. and operate from that space. Yeah. So that has been obviously a challenge. And I also realize like when you have all those distracting thoughts and things, they're just you. They're still you in the thought. So you can literally just change those and be like, oh, wait, those, you know, when you think like, oh, someone, someone's, if I didn't work, you know, 12 hours a day today, someone's going to come in and, and laugh in my face. No, you're laughing in your face. You, that's yeah. you in there saying yeah. that to you. You know, yeah, no so one cares. <laughs> no one gives a motherfucking shit. Okay, I know, that's like I never understood Ugh. that paradox of like no one's thinking about you because like some people are. I was like, wait a sure. minute, like some people are, but but who, but who cares? That but they're the, not like the the level at which you think, think they, they are, are is not happening. Exactly. So that is something mindset wise. Another big update for me is I started to see the bloated doctor. Dr. Tara Michelle. Oh, the girl I know. The girl you know. Did you tell her that you're my sister? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) What the fuck? Wait, how do you... I I, I didn't know you, like, know her, know her. We were in a mastermind briefly together. Oh, cool. Yeah, Yeah. no, I know her. Okay, I'll let her know. But... That's crazy. She's awesome. So this was a major, major investment. That's a major investment. Fuck yeah. (sighs) Listen, (sighs) you gotta follow her shit. You gotta commit. I'm going to commit. Um, she sent me all the labs labs, and I'm going to have to poop in a cup and all oh, this stuff. Oh, I did that. It is motherfucking disgusting. I've done it is like I did that gag. years ago. It is like I did that years ago and it was the worst week of my entire like life. You can be in the room with your own shit, but that is next level. Wait, but you are in a room with your own shit. Yeah, but like the scoop, shoveling the shovel, it. And the like, shovel. Yeah, TMI. There's a shovel. There's a shovel. <laughs> there's a literal shovel. TMI. There's a shovel. You're shoveling for shit. Like yeah. it's you're shoveling, not shoveling for gold. You're, you're shoveling, shoveling for, for shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. So that's um. I'll keep you updated on the shovel. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna finally once and for all. I mean, there's a lot of fear, obviously, around it. One is like a, a lot of money. Um. Two is will it will it reveal anything of of substance i i really hope so i hope anytime you anytime you put an investment down again like taking away what that revelation is going to be because i believe that every time you make a decision and investment in yourself something comes out of it that is incredibly important that will your future self will thank you for and will be responsible for future growth and expansion right my um my main man Sahil Bloom. Oh, I was like, he is your boyfriend? <laughs> like, main, oh, my God. Jay Shetty commented on my TikTok. Oh, my God. What but I say? don't know if it's it was probably him. his team. Yeah. And I was really I was like, wait, hi, Jay. Come on. OK, this <laughs> truly, truly. <laughs> don't listen to the past two episodes. Yeah. Where I told you to. OK, I'm not going to say. Yeah. Uh, just in case he's listening. Hi, Jay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, my main my main man, Sahil Bloom, said um, when it comes to like spending money, always like think twice about getting like a clothing item or something like that. Like just think like take a beat, take a week to think about it if you really want it or yeah. really need it. But when it comes to investing in yourself yeah, and your put health, it down. put it down hundred percent. No, Same. no, no dollar is too much, too much. Nope. Like, so I really love that mindset. So I'm trying to, and I, Oh, that's I also, my mindset. I, I think you're going to love this mindset too. I heard, I heard a TikTok. Her name is Emma. Oh, I should find the handle. I'm sorry. She's amazing. She's an amazing coach and mindset coach and all these things. She said that the wealthiest people spend money to save time. Yeah. And the poorest people spend time to save money. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's what I do. That is literally how I live my life. I'm like, it changed everything. Literally like getting a deal Spending two hours to get a deal is not worth it for me. Absolutely not. Right. So she was saying that, you know, if there's a course where she could learn something in four months and then she'd be like, ah, maybe I'll just teach it to myself and it'll take two years. No pay to learn it in the four months. You grow so, that's how I've grown my business so fast. I put down for like 
I just hired a 10 figure consultancy package to teach my team marketing because I'm like, we could make a fuck ton of mistakes in the next year doing this, or we can have someone come in and eight hours spend with us and teach us. Teach us and then worth every goddamn right. penny. I like agree. our podcast for Academy was a hit because of that consultancy. Right. And I made it back in and then some, you know? Exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'll keep you so guys updated good. on so the digestion. Good. That was my 2023 goal is to finally figure out what the fuck is going on in my body. And I really, really hope and I pray that. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> Wellness check. Scout has fallen over. <laughs> Scout has fallen. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. She's I think delirious. I need, to, I need to shower. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we make a graphic Wait. quote about that quote that you just did? That's excellent. Yeah, Alyssa. A IG graphic, IG graphic over here. Oh, um, get it right. I would like get it right. Get it tight. We, <laughs> before we wrap, um, okay, you're gonna pull this out before we wrap. I wanted to get your thoughts on Harry Styles and M M Rada. Didn't know that was a thing. What? I think it's a lie. What? No, there's video evidence of them making out in Tokyo against a car. It's called a Hollywood setup. I don't think so. I think Amrata texted Harry and said, hey, I want your dick in my V. Mm. I want your P in my V. Mm. 100%. She's in her hoe era, and that's amazing. Okay, so She's maybe they're her... fucking, but I don't think it's like. No, it's not a relationship. That's not That's not what any of this has been. She is having the time of her fucking life. Yeah, as she should. Fuck that dude. The guy that cheated on her? Yeah. Her exactly. Husband. Honestly, like, if someone cheats on Amrata girl you have like eat the pizza you, you know what i mean like wait what <laughs> like if you're insecure about yourself like there's no reason to be because because emrata got doesn't matter on. Emrata got cheated oh my on. god that's terrible so it's the same way i feel about beyonce getting cheated on like i know what? it's like it's how just, it's how just, it's just like you could be everything do everything look everything you so know what I'm eat saying? the pizza and it's like men are still idiots so eat the, the fucking pizza. pizza and that's how we'll end this episode thank you for okay. listening to okay sis podcast <laughs> subscribe rate review i will see you next week <laughs>Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together